This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, yes, I have another YouTuber, you guys, but this one, he is talking financial literacy, real estate, Chris Hackins, who owns Tidewater Real Estate and Constructions. He does it all, and his links will be in the description box. Chris, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. Good to see you, Kellen. Hey, good to see you, brother. I really enjoy uh, your channel, and when I enjoy a channel... I say, man, he's talking what I'm talking, so I want to talk to him. Can you let the people know just a little about yourself, and then after this interview, they can go, you know, subscribe and follow. Sure. Kellen, first of all, it's an honor to meet you. I appreciate you for putting this together. <clears throat> yeah, well, we back in the day, I was, in a, I was a music producer living a destructive lifestyle, and I found out that uh, that lifestyle was put on me. I didn't even know that I was following a pattern. So I kind of woke up per se in 2004 and started to invest in income producing assets. And now we, my mission is to raise your financial literacy through real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Get to hang out with cool people like you uh, every day now. Awesome. Awesome. Talk about the music a little bit because we see the plaques, you know, I see the platinum plaques, you know, talk, talk about that just because people say, wait, you mean I can go from music to real estate? Duh, yeah, you can do that. So you know, it's, Yeah, it's so crazy you bring that up, Colin. Um, now that I'm aware, I'm like, why the hell was I trying to go get a record deal? Like, I am the damn record deal. You know, I'm like, why the hell am I going to get some white man to say that your record, your music is good to sell it back to my people? It's just, I mean, it, it, it literally will, it will warp your mind when you think about it. If one were to think about it, like, why the hell I'm creating a product? I am the product. I've got the vision, I got the street, I got the mute, everything. And I gotta package it all up, give it to you. You're outside of my culture, then you're gonna sell it back to my people. Give me a point. So I don't even want to go there, but yeah, man, I just we just gotta wake up. Just gotta wake up. Okay. And I and I have to ask this a little further, because you know, I hate name dropping, but because people see the plaques, they're gonna say, Who are the plaques by? Who is oh, that? Yeah. He looks familiar. That's my daddy. You know, I mean. <laughs> well, R.I.P. John Mitchell. I was working. I can't believe he's gone. He was one of the producers with Dave Hollister. I was able to go and work with Dave back in the day, who was assigned to Teddy Riley. And then with uh, Pitt Conley, I was working with 702. And then the big one was with my boy Jay Praise. Shout out to Jay Praise with the Wankster with 50 Cent. And that's when this thing, the money just started rolling in. That's when I found out that I was financially illiterate. No, that, that's awesome. Now, why do you think, and this is a question, I got my start in music, uh, but in the journalism side is how I started. And, you know, back when magazines were a thing and we were writing for them all. Why do you think that musicians, you know, a lot of times we see in the later years, folks can't keep up with that lifestyle. Why aren't more folks in music saying, let me, you know, strengthen my financial knowledge and find out what the next hustle so I can flip this just like I would anything else. And some people rap about it all day. Why, why do you, what do you think the barrier is? Is it a conspiracy or is it on the musicians and they just think this life is going to last forever? 
Good point, dog. Kellen, what I think is uh, from, well, for me, I was trying to just find happiness. I was trying to find happiness and being an artist was like, you know what? I want to express myself and all that stuff, which is cool. But at the end of the day, I found out that the pursuit of property is much more powerful than the pursuit of happiness, which was the first, uh, one of the first law anyway, right? They changed it to happiness later. So we are not taught to pursue property. You know, we're just trying to the pursuit, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. So do what, what feels good as opposed to saying, listen, we're at war. People are trying to take everything you got and make you work for them for the rest of your life. You know, so you need to figure out a way. Can you make this money, make music? And the big thing they don't tell you is, is if the music business is this big pie, only 10% of it is music, as you know. I mean, the other 90% is business and stabbing, cutting and, and stealing and beating up people and kidnapping people and get, making people put a song on an album. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So is there anything that, you know, now that you're in this position, can you go back into music and say, hey, y'all really need to come? You know, I know you have a song on your YouTube channel for the opener and, you know, that's just natural. Do you think that you're able to go back or I sometimes see music like the NFL. As soon as you get drafted in the NFL, they bring you to the back room, tell you everybody and your mama's going to try to rob you. But these are people. They're going to be OK, though. Our people are all right, even though we haven't seen that. Like, is it is there anything, you know, powers that be the puppet masters? Are they blocking someone like you to go back in and say, hey, y'all? take this, you know, money and do this with it instead of going to buy a $300,000 car. Oh, yes. You know, it's so weird when I talk to my counterparts and they're talking about where I'm trying to get an album placement or I'm, I'm trying to talk about inclusion and they talk about we're working on a film to shop it to this company. I'm like, it, it, it just hurts my spirit. I'm like, you are the plug. You are the pro- you are the product. Why are you trying to give it to them? But it, it, is, it is challenging because it's just beaten to, especially with my elders, people my age that haven't got a, a lick, a lick, so to speak, yet. You know, because a lot of people be in the business, as you know, Kelly, for years and never get a plug. Yeah. So they're on that hamster wheel as opposed to saying, look, let me just focus on the plug. Because, yeah, the, the record industry will give you large amounts of money. You know, our first check was 200000 which was at that time you know, a million to me. But I, I should have done like Master P. If this white man gonna give me 200,000, what am I really worth? You know, but I didn't even look at it like that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's that. So what was that turning point where you just, it clicked and you said, okay, I gotta go do real estate investment, get into construction. Yeah, in 2004, we all the money was rolling in from the music. And then I, I, I went broke, I spending it, popping bottles, traveling, drinking, drugging, sexing, uh, all that stuff. Noticed that my money was going down, down, down. And I'm like, you know, I got a lot of songs, but music in itself doesn't go up in value. See, the rich man has pulled, a, pulled the wool over the ordinary people's eyes. They're not any better, smarter. They don't know too much. They just know a few more things. But they we own stuff that goes up over time as opposed to uh, rel- relying on ourselves for the money. Like, I'm not that good. I own a bunch of real estate that's going to pay me money every month and go up in value while I'm over here chilling. I'm just not that much better. So I realized in 2004, you got to have some assets, man. You ain't you ain't nothing. Man. And I mean, you're still a God's child. But if you own a job, I call it, you're familiar with the cash flow quadrant, right? Yes, I'm changing it. Like, I'm turning into the class flow quadrant. If you're on the left side of the quadrant, you are a permanent underclass because you cannot pass down an E or self-employed 
your class is solidified. It's frozen. And when you move on to the afterlife, you can't pass it down. So you're setting your family up to be a permanent underclass. Definitely, definitely. And I, I think you might be a fan of uh, Dr. Claude Anderson talking like that and Damon Dad mm-hmm. um, when you, you, you talk like that. Because I, I know definitely I am and my kids have to, you know, read those books. I'd love them to listen to Dame, but he cursed too much. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he does curse. You know, uh, but but so, you know, with this knowledge, do you think that, you know, when I see you and, and I represent YouTubers and I am in the black YouTube space, especially, you know, folks say, oh, that's that guy who charges a lot of money, but he gets stuff done. Um, do you think that you might have like a course because you could have like a hip hop real estate course? And it could even be like a retreat where you could do it just as fly as anything else in entertainment, but you put that money. So instead of popping bottles, let me show you how to pop this stock. Let me show you what this, you know, Forex or whatever else you like to get into. Is that something that, you know, we might see in the future from? That's a good idea, man. I mean, I I got one guy, he still had his ear to the street, but I'm so far from my ear to being to the streets. I need guys like you to kind of keep me. You know, because like, dude, when you get into the financial world, it's almost like putting a suit on. We don't even talk music anymore. Remember that 90 10? Yeah. I ain't got time. Like, you know, I'm managing, you know, so much capital. I mean, I, I don't even <laughs> have time to think about the creative. No, it's definitely a different, you know, brain, different zone, different hat you have to put on. So I, I try every week. I'm going to focus and it's a natural thing because I don't really like watches and time is just good time with the fam. Right. Yep. But just to do something cool for finances, because that's why we do this to bring on cool people who yeah. want poor people. Because even if you do an MBA, I don't care where you go, Harvard or Harvard of the South, Grambling State University, when you're sitting in class and it's just like, you're talking yeah. about all this stuff, but it's not really practical because yeah. maybe I don't have, you know, the hundred thousand, but maybe I have 10, you know, a yeah. lot of those students with financial aid got 10,000 stacked up every right. semester. And then to show them a cool way to flip that into something, cause you're going to owe either way, but let me show you if you're going to, owe, let this bring some money because our minds are conditioned to keep taking if it's given. That's um, a good point, man. It's a good point. Yeah. So, so what makes you the most happy in real estate? Because I know you love real estate, but you don't like real estate. So, how did you know that? Man, we do, you know, I, I've done this a couple of times. So, we do research and, you know, what is, you know, what is it that you love and what is it that you uh, don't necessarily like about real estate? Oh, boy. I mean, I'm in litigation now. I just bought a house. The seller hasn't moved out. I mean, I could go on and on and on about the stories. I got one people, the people want to back out of the deal. It's just the uh, the unknowns of real estate. Like well, we bought a, uh, like the one I just bought last week. Seller don't want to move out, you know? So, I mean, I knew it was going to be a problem, but that just the unknowns, we tear up on a wall, then we got to replace the whole wall. Those are the things that are challenging about real estate. It's, it's so many unknowns, but I will tell you, unknown is a good point. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. uncertainty is a it's almost like an attraction that entrepreneurs like you it's almost like we need like with that uncertainty like i have no idea how much money i'm going to make next month right you don't know so uncertainty that's why like my wife is certain she's like i need 40 hours a week to get my money 
So, you know, we attract different people, but the uncertainty of real estate, I don't, that's the thing that's just challenging, man. But on the other hand, my rentals, I know 100% that the government is going to print the money for the section, my section eight tenants, and it will be direct deposited in my rent, in my bank every month. So those are the things that I like about it. Okay. And, and being COVID times, I mean, I bet that came like really in handy where you're like this section eight money is guaranteed. Did that put a, a smile on your face where you saw maybe some of your friends talk about, I don't know what's going to happen. I owe the bank money, but my tenants won't pay me. Yeah, no doubt about it. Matter of fact, I was so passionate about it that I created a full course and I can give your people the link there if you want to share it with them. I, I, I literally created a full real estate, the landlord's guide to section eight housing because I saw this coming all summer. I worked on this thing with the baby, kids at home, wife, creating a 42 training module course to teach you how to do section eight, because I think that is so important. And yeah, my counterparts are hurting, man. They got vacancies. People ain't paying. In New York, they have a saying, live three for free. You don't got to pay rent till next year. <clears throat> yeah. Ain't that something? And that, that hurts my, that hurts, that hurts on the inside because when you have that mentality, you, you can't live in abundance. You can't live where God really wants you to be purposeful. And, and I'm, I'm going to say something that, um, the medical community may not like, but a lot of y'all with student loans who are physicians who think, oh, because well, there's no interest, I'm not going to pay. You oh, make shit. enough money to pay. Pay it. You should pay so you pay can it. be done with it. It's not going anywhere. They're not doing any bailouts, at, you know, for the student loans. Yeah. And if they do, it's not going to be for medical doctors because they've already had their time back in the day, you know, so pay that money. So pay it off, man. Pay it. Most powerful thing I learned in my life was uh, making small payments diligently over time will make will turn you into a millionaire, man. It's just really amazing how it works. Now, you, this course, um, I'll definitely will take the link. Um, and, you know, and folks, if you see a price tag on the course, the great things you need in life, sometimes they cost you, sometimes they're a blessing, right? So when you see that link, click it and, and learn something. What do you... What do you most want like to see like your goal with your YouTube and your courses? What do you you know want to really um, do and, and see the impact in the community? What I want uh, well, I'm it stemmed from I'm just sick of meeting broke people, especially people that look like me. I'm sick of it, you know. I, I guess I don't know, maybe I was one of them, so I didn't see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> now I'm like, look. I'm just sick of meeting people 40, 50, 60, don't own. I'm like, you renting? And it's cool if you if that's what you want to do. But I'm like, you, you renting, dog. At 45, you renting, really. You look, you out there looking for the next nice new apartment to rent. Come on, man. We got to do something about that. If your balance sheet, if you go into the bank and you got, I'm going to tell you my typical intake sheet for my inner circle. High rent, new car, high uh car payment income is okay you know we make 60 70,000 credit cards maxed no net worth or negative net worth car ain't worth what you paid what you paid for it got kids but you looking good I mean fly clothes I'm like damn you look good I I, I, I sit down with these people I'm like you look good but I'm looking at this paper like you look like you ugly so it's really not about it's so crazy. I don't know why my parents raised me like this. Like my, the clothes I wear, dude, they, they cost $10, you know, but I know guys that walk around when I go to the auction, 
they walk around with hundreds of thousands of dollars in cashier's checks that they could go to the foreclosure auction and buy at any day of the week. You know, I know these dudes. I hang out with them. You know, we go to the to the bar or whatever. So I'm like, that real worth is not how you look. This is just irrelevant. So I want my people to know that just because you get a few dollars, you don't have to show it off. You need to go get some assets, which has been kind of covered. It's been covered for my people for so long. We want to reveal that the great revelation. It's crazy. And um, I do a lot of business and investment in Africa, different countries in Africa. And when everywhere you go in Africa, you might see Gucci, 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 but what? it's not you know, it, it's $10 Gucci you can get from the store because no one really cares. No one cares if your bag is Louis real or Louis fake. But here, folks would be ready to clown, make a TikTok video out of it. Like, that means something. While they, too, are living next door to you in your apartments. You know, no. <laughs> no, no, no and no disrespect because we've all had times where we've had to, you know, hurdle up and boss up and if you won you probably had a time where you lost and you're like man i i don't even know if i'm gonna have a home but i'm willing to you know put the roll the dice on this deal to make it work but you know I, what i love about what you're doing and how to show people to make money because that's what i'm doing as well but also i tell people if you ever get tired of america and you want to go overseas especially in most of Africa and many parts in Asia, $3,000 a month is all you need to be rich. Wow. House help, drivers, you know, this, that. And you don't have to worry about the stress of other stuff, even politics, because you're a foreigner. Who cares? Just live your life, <laughs> you know. Uh, you but, should teach a course on that, dog. I would love, my thing is, yeah, I, need, I would love to take that class and teach me how to go live over there. Well, I, I do have a um, program and I'll, I'll send it to you. I have a, a couple different ways where we do some, you know, consulting, but I also have a partner. We're going um, and we have already four people signed up to go to Rwanda and nice. house you. You can come yourself. You can come with your family and they, wow. actually, they teach you how to make money. And Ty Nichols, he's been a guest on here. So I'll show you that interview as well. But mm, yeah, I like that. I like uh, that. Yeah. It, All right, well, we need more people that look. The problem is it's not enough people. That, it's more people that look like you doing destructive stuff than doing productive stuff because the system, they just mass it on the TV screen. You know, they just put so much of it out there. And then when you come on, they're like, yeah, you're and I'm not saying you look, I'm not anything about your image. It's what you look like is what they want to they want to put it in this box that you can't have what we have because you look a certain way. I mean, it's crazy. Well, I told you I started with music, and you know, in music, you got to have a goon squad, or you are the goon squad. And right, I said, dog. up and played every position possible except wow. bending on any knee because I'm a man wow. and I was no kissing of the ring over here. Um, but wow. you know, coming up, that's you. I think a lot of times us. We play the position that we can easily get into. Mm. And for me to give this type of advice 15 years ago, people would say, you're crazy. But people said, I, cra I was crazy 15 years ago when I said, I'm going to um, go to Africa for a month. And they're like, wow. what, missionary or this and that? I'm just going to go chill. I got friends. I got connect. You know, th this is what I, I do. And nice. so a lot of us don't want to graduate to whatever the next step is. And let's be honest, our friends and family want to keep us in that comfort box 
because they don't want to hear. I know your your people don't want to hear. Hey, you know you can do something better with that money, Chris. That's Chris, man. He, come on, light skinned Chris Drake, Drake's uh, cousin. One of you know, uh, you know. I mean, am I wrong or am I wrong? They're not ready to hear it, man. You're right. I, but still, it's up to our job to keep beating it on them, right? We got to just keep beating it on them. That's all we can do. Yeah. And and, and and what's crazy is if you pull up in an exotic, ooh, how'd oh, you good. Oh, you good. You good. <laughs> you good. <laughs> you good. Yeah. And there's a time and a place. And I always thank the app Turo, T-U-R-O, because that time and place, that $300,000 car can go right back to the owner to do the maintenance. So I can take that 18000 for that Aston Martin for the year that it takes to maintain it and do something else with it and yeah. put people on. Because I think if you're not hiring, that again, that's not giving, that's not living. you got to be able to hire. And, and I just love when I see, you know, people like yourself. Do you ever get down? that your platform isn't as big as a value taming, as someone I know you've interviewed. Do you ever say, I'm as good and I'm with and I can give the game? Do you ever like, why are my people not listening the way they need to? Mm, yeah, it can, it can do a thing with your mind when you think about, like, I mean, I just I get emails, obviously, like you all day. Like, as many times as I've told people, don't buy a house in your name and don't put it in your company name, they'll say, Hey, I'm buying a house on my name. Da, da, da. I'm like, I don't know why, who, what crazy man. My my mentor says, what idiot? I don't I don't say that. He says, what idiot will put a house in their name? So yeah, it can't get you down. But then I once again, I'm very cool at who I am with the disc analysis. I'm like, I know where I'm at, where I need to be, and it'll increase over time. But yeah, sometimes, but not really though. I mean, I'm luckily to, luckily to know the Patricks of the world. I mean, luckily I've been able to meet those type of guys. But I ain't ready to put that type of work in, man. I got three kids, and he, this dude sleeps four hours a day. You know, I, 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 I won't make it. I'll burn out. Now, with the, the the real estate and the construction piece, you also go after the RFPs that the government, you know, send. And are you also looking for that type of work? Are you talking about the the request for proposals that the government contract? Oh yeah, they go. I had a friend that did that, man. He made big, big money. But let me tell you what I found out with this stuff, man. Did you know he was uh my boy, my mentor? He was doing, I don't know, fifty thousand a month on one job. Now he I would go to go to the bank with him to deposit six, seven, eight million dollar checks, man. That's the first time I seen those big type of checks with those government programs. But even in that, he had a partner that was a white guy. So what the white guys have done is they get a minority and tax it to them so they can be a minority, right? You look like you, you shake your head, you must know this. And I almost, they block the real people that need the money. So it's almost like, dude, even getting those contracts, I mean, you can get some, but to get the big, big ones, the white guys have the pawn guy, a part, he owns 75% of the company, he gets a check, so... I have never really looked for that type of stuff. I mean, when I see, I saw him do it, and then they railroaded him. They, oh my god, dude went from living in a beach house, two Hummers, private school, to sleeping in his car. You know, so I seen how though how how that game works with that private private government contract stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm glad you said that. People, keep in mind, this is all freestyle that we're doing. He didn't know the questions I was gonna ask. And I talk about these things because we're an 8A firm. 
Eight A. You are? So yeah. you know the deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you already know that. That's what he was. Yeah. It it it's it, it's a game. It's all a game. Um, it's it's a game that, you know, if you play it with precision, I've seen the same thing and wow. me as the pawn. I don't want to be the pawn. I want to, I'd rather be just let me be the subcontractor. Don't use me as a pawn, right? Because you can play the game. Now you're right. My guy didn't play it right. Mm-hmm. He didn't play it right, Kellen. He he should have done exactly that. Start off here, restructure it as you move up. He let these dudes railroad them. It's it's hard, and I and I have a person out here in Florida who has told me he's been sued back for a million dollars twice. So it's from like the government. From the government, they give you the money just to you know almost take it back and. It, you got to play the, the game right. And they know when you're just ready to tap dance and kiss the ring and do everything. You know, my hair is kind of a rebellion to say, okay, I, I don't have to play the game anymore. Good. I'm going to do it my way. You Good. know, y'all got a problem with the way I do it? It's okay. We don't do business, man. Good. You know, it, it's Good. cool. But um, I, I just love that you said that because, again, God is always doing what he's supposed to be doing and, and working through wow. us. And we don't even know. Um, with, I know you was eight A. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? When you're eight A, they go through everything. They come do your house visit. We were living in Seattle at the time. We're new to Florida, <laughs> and they looked under your rug, basically. My wedding ring. They said you didn't put your wedding ring on here. I said you really wanted my wedding ring, and I had one TV in the house because we don't need to be watching TV all day. I got to monitor that. And so they said, and you didn't put your TV. I said, TV's under $1,000. You want to know all of that. Like, you know, I was about to, you know, go other places and say, do you need to, you know, do the strip search? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Make sure I'm not hiding some vibranium or something. But with all your success, what is like a community give back that you are doing or that you want to do in the future? Yeah, single moms, man. Single moms. I'm like, I got a wife and it's hell raising these kids. How many kids you got? Two. How old are they? Ten and me. I'm 39. Now, how old are your kids? Ten and six. Ten and six. Okay, so you're done with the baby. I don't know if you get I got it. My newborn's crying now. <laughs> Kellen, I just don't know how these, no, and especially my black single moms, how in the hell do they go to work, pay the bills, watch the kid? Feed the kid, take care of the house, and look good while you're doing it. How do they do it? So for me, we already donate cars and all. I, I don't, I don't like, you know, broadcasting that stuff. But yeah, single mom, single moms, dog. Any single mom. I want to have a daycare here where people can just drop off kids for free. But I, you know, COVID after that's over, I'm gonna let single moms like, look, if you need an hour, two hours, you could just drop your kid off here at any time. Because it's our fault. It's the dude's fault. We don't, you know, we do this stuff to these ladies, man, and they, you know, and it's crazy. So I, I got a single moms. That's where I'm at, yo. Because we, had, we, had, we, I was a, I, I finance car dealers, right? So I'm like, if it's a single mom, just give them a break. Just give them the car, man. You know, give them a discount or whatever. And, and see, that, that could almost spin off into a whole different segment or YouTube show with, with you where you can talk about the single moms because being in the YouTube space, I see the whole manosphere and how they down women 
and how you ain't nothing if you're not, you know, six figures. And, and it's like, first of all, you ain't nothing because I know what you get paid. We, I always jokingly and say my relationship with YouTube is a little different. How's that? I, you know, don't get your channel shut off. <laughs> but yeah, you're in you, trouble. You're you in know, trouble. And I'm not a YouTuber. I put this stuff out on YouTube, but I don't go out and use my clients' platforms to push my own stuff because I kind of have a different vibe flow. I'll tell somebody in a second, yo, we just don't vibe. You think you're rich? Let me show you what rich is. Because, <sighs> you know, my, my, my neighbor is rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, he doesn't even stay in this house most of the time. And has Holy cow. They're rich. You know, down the street from me is Mar-a-Lago. That dude owes a lot of money, but he's rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Big difference, right? Yeah, big difference. And we got to stay humble because this is America. Anything can happen. Bigger fish. Always a bigger fish out there, dog. Always. And, 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 and it's just it's, it's a blessing. Now, tell me this. With the, you know, construction and the real estate, how much, how often do you go back into making music, whatnot? Because music is something that, not at all. No, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Once in a while, if you can see, I got my Pro Tools rig over here. It's so crazy when I say Pro Tools. When you said that when I was in the game, it was like, you got Pro Tools? Now it's like, <laughs> I got a 002 over here. I, I paid like three grand for it. I went on eBay. It's like 250 <laughs> Wow. Wow. So I, I like to meet guys like you. You guys give, keep me to the street. So I got a million tracks, right? So I can kind of let the hip-hop dudes rap over it. I got some stuff with Jay-Z. I've been, I got to find this on a dat too. I mean, nah, I'm done. It's not even in my spirit. My thing is putting on other people and let their platforms make money. I, I wouldn't even. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Have you heard about this? How uh, I believe that you pronounce it hypnosis, how they're buying up everybody's catalog. They bought up, you know, Rodney Jerkins catalog and uh, they're bought Justin Beavers. They're, you know, they, they'll say, look, I'll give you 30 million for, you know, uh, 900 songs or something like that. Have you heard or been approached at all with any of that? I haven't heard of that, but it makes sense though. Ownership is the new, I mean, ownership is gold. If you don't own nothing, you're, you're just a permanent underclass. Money's irrelevant. I can always print, make more. They know that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, and I'm just saying that because, you know, when talking about ownership and we've seen BET sell, we've seen some of our best black businesses just build something great. And I know it's a struggle, you know what I mean? But then they sell it and it's like, now look at BET. Now, what will these songs be that they're buying all these songs? And we know they're worth this money, but because people are, I say, kind of selfish and want to spend their money now and not think about their children's children's children, like the scriptures talk about, it's like, okay, I'll sell. And, it, and, and I'm just like, why? Why are we not understanding? We're not even working for us. Like Dame says, we're working with the last name. Yeah, and, and, and I just want to get your thoughts on that. It's rough, dude. You know what? I don't know, man. I think it takes somebody to be, like, I keep, I tell my wife and my children, you know, I didn't blow up till I was 41. Mm. Four, it took me 40 years to figure it out, right? It took me 40 years. So you uh, figured it out younger. So everybody has their different time. But my mentor would always say, Chris, you do not win the game. You, you can't win Monopoly if you sell. You no one no we say you've no one's ever won the game by selling the house or the assets. So I just keep it in mind every time I'm it's a little tight, I'm a little struggling, like, oh, I don't want to sell. 
Nah, can't sell, man. Can't sell. I'm done with selling. Sell doesn't even exist other than the flipping. When I'm, you know, some houses we about to flip, but holding is the only way to go, dog. But it takes maturity for that, though. And your financial, your cash flow has to be met, as you know. If you ain't got your cash flow right, you done. Oh, oh, no, definitely, definitely. Talk about cash flow. What's your favorite, you know, game to to play? You know, is it Monopoly or is it Dave Ramsey's Act Your Wage or the Cash Flow Quadrant? Which one do you like? Well, I got, being that I have kids, we have a we have a digital Monopoly now. With the, they have, the new one, they've got a credit card thing. You just swipe to buy the property. I thought that was cool, almost like Bitcoin. So now okay. we just pay Monopoly, yeah, the kids. And could could you ever see yourself doing your own game, whatnot? Um, you know, putting a little uh, a flair on it. I, I've seen you know that become more trending, especially during these COVID times. And I, I think that the more we can do, the more the next generation will be like, hey, we have it that much easier. That much Not easier. that we don't want them to work, Chris. I want my kids to be able to have a passion to do something. I'm not not one of those. I you know I don't know if you hear people say my kids don't even have to work, and I'm like your kids are gonna be losers. They're gonna be losers. <laughs> They're gonna be losers. Yeah. The problem is you can't pass down grit. You can't pass down. What did Ronald Grant tell me? He's like Chris. You can't pass down. It was a verb he used, man. I can't, it slips my mind at the time, but you can't pass down enthusiasm, passion. You can't pass it down. It has to be gained over time, and it is it's challenging. It's challenging. Uh, okay, awesome. Can't well, pass Chris, it down. Chris, I can talk to Chris all day and give you all the game, but he already has the game laid out on his YouTube page. All you got to do is click the button, subscribe to it, reach out to him, whatever he has. Chris, you don't have? Do you have a book yet? Yeah, the book's on Amazon. I got two: how to flip, how to flip houses you don't own. Uh, it's cheap. And then you go to my chrishaskins.com to get both of them. And then the real estate negotiating Bible. You got to learn if you can't negotiate, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate out here. Kellen, I'm sure you know that. So you got to have the real estate negotiating Bible. I'm always a work in progress. So to hear it again and again and a hundred times, it never hurts, right? So we'll take the game as many times and get hit over it. So it's just, you know, just like our football coach, go through that hole, but they're right there. Nah, go through that hole and mm-hmm. and, and, and stick somebody. And it's that same type of flair you got to hit this business with. Because yep. they don't teach it in school. I don't care. Again, if you went to an MBA program, you got to get in the game, get your hands dirty with this. Adversity, that's what it was. Ron told me, Chris, you can't pass down adversity. Yeah. So we can't teach them. You can't teach them adversity. They have to learn it on their own. That's good. That's good. So y'all been hit with the game. I almost want to call this. This is what your daddy should have told you. Chris gave me the game. (laughs) Hit you with it. Thank you, Chris. Y'all like, share, subscribe, and be blessed. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.